Gloss is a two-step paint process, creating anything to look like old rusted metal. Everybody from Disney to Universal Studios to all the Six Flags, every major haunt around the globe. From rust to mold, slag to water damage, and even ooze, Brutal Rust provides fox finishes for your haunt. Established by Haunters in 2011, Brutal Rust has grown its customer base and its catalog tremendously over the years. Coming up, we'll learn more about their bestsellers and their new product lines. You're listening to the Haunted Attraction Network. I'm Philip. If you are new to the show, we offer daily podcasts to educate and connect the industry. You can browse our catalog of over 700 episodes covering every topic in the industry on our website. While you're there, subscribe to our free weekly industry newsletter to keep updated on everything happening year-round. Okay, back to Brutal Rust. Max caught one of the founders, Shane Torrens, at Transworld, and I'm going to pass the rest of the interview over to him. Maximus on the Transworld floor, and I'm getting to speak with a vendor of a product that I actually use quite a lot myself in the haunt. I'm, I'm constantly uh, touching things up throughout the year. So what is Brutal Rust FX? So Brutal Rust is a two-step paint process. It's essentially a process that allows paint that has a high concentration of iron particles to be stippled or sprayed or brushed on any surface, such as wood, PVC, styrofoam, paint, or canvas, muslin, anything like that. And then you spray a reactor on the paint and the reactor activates with the iron, creating anything to look like old rusted metal. It has become the industry standard in the haunted house special effects and film industry. Over the last 12 years, this product has been used from everybody from Disney to Universal Studios to all the Six Flags to Cedar Fair, every major haunt probably around the globe. This stuff has been shipped all over the world, so. So you mean to tell me that this is not a metal beam right here to your left? No, this is not a metal beam. In fact, <laughs> in fact this, is, this is just a sheet of uh, plywood. These are upholstery tacks and those are resin cast nuts and bolts. <laughs> Well, I mean, it looks amazing. And like I said, I actually use this a lot myself in the haunt because, you know, we're turning PVC pipes to look like plumbing, old rusty plumbing. You know, it's amazing that you can really make like things like PVC pipe and wood look heavy, metal, old, rusted. It, I mean, this is personally, I have to say, a fantastic product. Well, thank you so much. We really appreciate it. Our fans and everybody that uses the product makes our stuff look absolutely amazing. The products were first developed out of necessity. I'm a carpenter, but I'm not a fabricator, so I don't know how to work with metal, but I can work pretty well with wood. And so I was needing something to give me a certain look. And once we started developing the products, we started figuring out how to make it more robust and to hold up to all types of weather, uh, whether it's rain or snow or even UV. And we started developing the product uh, initially for home haunt use. And then I met up years ago with a good buddy of mine now, Kip Polly, used his coattail, so to speak, to get into the business. From there, it just become like an industry standard. Since then, we have started to develop other products such as our Flex Coat Cement. It's a flexible cement application. It'll go on anything, again, just like Brutal Rust does. Wood, PVC, canvas, styrofoam, canvas, muslin, whatever. Mm -hmm. And it will make anything look like concrete, distressed concrete. Those walls right there are actually three quarter inch foam board that has been applied uh, with our flex coat cement. And then the staining and the dilapidation that you're seeing over the top of that is our Brutal Decay line. Brutal K comes in several different colors. 
One is like what we call GAN green, which is like an OD green color. We have a water damage, which is like a, a brown color. A stachybotrys looks like a black mold kind of color. And then we have our yellow oxide, which is like a nicotine stain looking color. And then we also have verdigris. An example of verdigris is we the uh, light fixture that's up there is actually a bird bath that's uh, flipped upside down. We drilled a hole. I can see the little ingrains on the top now and now I see it. <laughs> so what we did is I just spray painted that with a copper paint, like a spray paint. And then we used the verdigris in order to get the staining to where it looks like it's copper. Like, and it turns out to look like that verdigris oxidation like of the Statue of Liberty. No, and for those that can't see it, I'm looking, you know, this uh, this light fixture, it's attached to a wall and the wall looks straight like concrete because you also have uh, pieces of rebarb sticking out of the top and then you have like rotted decay that's coming down from it as if, you know, it's been raining and, you know, the rain has caught some of the rust and it's gone down to the concrete. I mean, you can really make this stuff look fantastic. And I um, personally, I think I, uh, you can also make things uh, look more like brick too. That's true, it? yeah. Uh, one of the newer products that we've brought is our limp brick series. We have a two-step application for that, which is limp brick and limp mortar. And it's actually featured based upon the limp brewery here in St. Louis, Missouri. One of the things being from Houston, Texas, we don't see a lot of brick architecture work. So the first time when we come to the show, we just absolutely fell in love with the way that, that, that St. Louis just actually looked with all the masonry and stuff like that. So that was kind of a, an effect that, that we wanted to be able to recreate. So we created a foam hard coat that looks just like brick and mortar. And it will go on extruded foam, it'll go on one pound or two pound foam. In fact, you're seeing a piece of three quarter inch blue foam that's uh, extruded foam for the floor that's been coated in this product. And it's so hard that you can actually walk on it. And so that's what we're trying to demonstrate is just how hard this is. Those bricks that's on the column were individual three inch, two pound foam bricks that were cut and dipped in the product. This wall right here was just out of three inch extruded, uh, uh, three inch, two pound foam. And the floor is uh, three quarter inch extruded foam. So we're going extruded foam or pound foam. So is there anything uh, brand new for this year? Nothing really brand new other than just some, I've got other products as well like Spore. Spore is a product that we developed that looks, feels, and smells just like mold, moss, or mildew. It only smells like it if you want to. It's very flexible and it will actually go onto any of the other products or surface that you want to put it on. And if you want it to have an, uh, an odor, you can spray a scent on it and it actually looks, feels, and smells just like mold, moss, or mildew. We have revamped our Brutal Rust line. We've redesigned and engineered not only the paint, but the metal that goes in it. So if you want chunky, normal, or fine, we can deliver that, mm -hmm. as well as uh, new paint formulation and new act activator formulation, which is now what's giving us those blues, those whites, those oranges, those yellows, and dark reds. All of that is just from natural oxidation. We have no idea where it's gonna pop up or how it's gonna turn, but you can see next to the door, the blue, and right here on the pillar and at the top of the, the letters, you can see that blue color. That is not additional stains or patinas. That is just actually oxidation that's right out of the new metal. That's because right beforehand, you weren't getting the blue or the white. It, right. We have <laughs> called it Brutal Rust 2.0. We have modified our base materials in order to get more color variation because that was the feedback that the industry gave us that they just wanted more of a, more of a contrast and pop. So that's 
That's we started formulating, and you see those real bright high yellows to the deep reds and the blues and everything. And you all have been really helpful to me, especially. Oh, absolutely, no, we really appreciate that. We pride ourselves on our customer service, so we try to, you know, be able to answer anybody's questions. We have our cell phone numbers, so a picture sometimes is worth a thousand words. <laughs> so you can send us a picture. We'll describe how we would go about doing it or what products to maybe try to apply. What's the benefit for you to vend here at Transworld? I would say that 90% of our sales comes from the Transworld show on an annual basis in the haunted house industry. Practically every haunt and themed attraction that comes through here probably orders this time of year for us. So it's a really important show for us specifically because that's our roots. That's where we started was in the haunted house business. So it's always a great show to attend and see all the people and, and maintain all the relationships that we have and see all the new products. We always try to yep. deliver crowd pleasing, uh, whatever it's tanks or buildings or whatever to, <laughs> to where people can get just really good ideas and feed off of it. For you, what's the benefit of being involved with HAA and you know, what does it do for you? I got involved with Hall after we got our Vendor Excellence Award in 2016. I sat on the board for a couple of years and it was it was really, really cool to see just how all the things within the industry happen and, and, and how we can right, work with one another in order to really come up with all, all types of things, whether it's funding for kids that want to learn, or if it's, you know, some legal issues that you might run into, if you're needing policies or procedures for certain things, it's just a really good way for, for you to get that information. I believe that's probably the, the, the empowerment that the hall does, is it brings that collection of people together and gets us a forum to where we can really bond together. Going back, memory-wise, okay. what is, was your first Halloween costume? It would have been Cat from Kiss. Growing up, really? growing up in the 70s up in Casper, Wyoming, a really good friend of mine's older sister used to paint us up to look like Kiss. And we had run around literally with pillowcases and, <laughs> and get gobs of candy. It was unbelievable. <laughs> Yeah, that was probably my first costume. Did you have a wig and uh, oh, yeah. yeah, the whole the whole garb. Wow. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> now, another question I've been asking everybody, what is your favorite cookie? My favorite cookie is probably chocolate chip. I'm just kind of an old-fashioned guy. Like I like yellow cake with chocolate icing and just, you know, chocolate chip cookies, things like that. Now, if you're hearing this after Transworld, where can they learn more about Brutal Rust? www.brutalrust.com. You can just Google Brutal Rust and we'll, we'll pop up. This episode was recorded by Maximus Bryant during the Transworld Halloween Attraction Show in St. Louis. It was produced and edited by me with post-production by David Swope. Support for this episode comes from Gantam Lighting and Controls. See what you're missing with a free demo. Sign up at gantam.com demo. We release a free weekly industry newsletter. Sign up on our website or at the link in our show notes. The Haunted Attraction Network team includes Daryl Plunkey, Emily Louise Rua, Megan Spells, Gavin Burns, and Maximus Bryant. Our partner stations include A Scott in the Dark, Scare Track, The Scare Factor, and Hauntopic Radio. Finally, please, please, please rate and subscribe to our show wherever you're listening. And until next time, Haunters, stay scary. This is a Haunted Attraction Network.